ಸಹನಾವತು ಸಹನೌ ಭುನಕ್ತು ಸಹ ವೀರ್ಯಂಕರವಾವಹೈ ತೇಜಸ್ವಿನಾವಧೀತಮಸ್ತು ಮಾವಿದ್ವಿಷಾವಹೈ ಓಂ ಶಾಂತಶಾಂತಶಾಂತಿ ಗುರುರ್ಬ್ರಹ್ಮ ಗುರುರ್ವಿಷ್ಣು ಗುರುರ್ದೇವೋ ಮಹೇಶ್ವರ ಗುರುರೇವ ಪರಂ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮ ತಸ್ಮೈ ಶ್ರೀಗುರವೇ ನಮಃ ತಸ್ಮೈ ಶ್ರೀಗುರವೇ ನಮಃ ಎಸ್ಟಿಲ್ ಇನ್ ದಿ ಥರ್ಟಿಯತ್ ಶ್ಲೋಕ ಐ ಥರ್ಟಿ ಫಸ್ಟ್ ಶ್ಲೋಕ ಆಫ್ ವಿಷ್ಣು ಸಹಸ್ರನಾಮ ಇಫ್ ಯು ವಾಂಟ್ ಟು ಫಾಲೋ ಯು ಕ್ಯಾನ್ ಡೌನ್ಲೋಡ್ ಇಟ್ ಫ್ರಮ್ ಅವರ್ ವೆಬ್ಸೈಟ್ ಆನ್ ದ ಡೌನ್ಲೋಡ್ ಪೇಜ್ ದರ್ ಇಸ್ ವಿಷ್ಣು ಸಹಸ್ರನಾಮ ಇನ್ ಅಟ್ಲೀಸ್ಟ್ ಫೋರ್ ಫೈವ್ ಲ್ಯಾಂಗ್ವೇಜಸ್ ವಿಚ್ ಎವರ್ ಸೂಟ್ಸ್ ಯುವರ್ I don't know if it is in Tamil or not. Definitely it is there in Kannada, Telugu, Sanskrit and English. It's not there in Tamil? Okay. A pro is telling it. We'll agree with it. <clears throat> so the 31st shloka, repeat after me. Amritam Shudbhavo Bhanuhu ಅಮೃತಂ ಶುದ್ಭವೋ ಶಶಬಿಂದುಸ್ಸುರೇಶ್ವರ ಶಶಬಿಂದುಸ್ಸುರೇಶ್ವರ ಔಷಧಂ ಜಗತ ಸೇತು ಔಷಧಂ ಜಗತ ಸೇತು ಸತ್ಯಧರ್ಮಪರಾಕ್ರಮ ಸತ್ಯಧರ್ಮಪರಾಕ್ರಮ we are in the second line of this shloka aushadam jagatasetuhu satya dharma parakramah the word jagatah can be used both ways to aushadam as well as setuhu for this world he is the aushadam <clears throat> many a times until we come to that self enquiry within either because of our own experiences or because of going through the vedantic outlook until we come to that standpoint to recognize various things in life as limitations becomes difficult it's often seen that people when they come to study group or devi group 
after they have come for a couple of days or a couple of months, one of the common features that they say is, I was better off before I, was, uh, before I had joined this study group. <clears throat> now, after having joined, my life has become more miserable. This is often a statement. And once there was a committee which got really worried. So, what exactly is happening in these study groups and Devi groups that we hear these kind of comments? The simple thing to understand is whenever you put something for washing and rinsing, the first round will be the dirtiest round. And that will scare. Isn't it? You put first round clothes, you know, soiled clothes, especially if you have small children, and put their clothes. Even if they change five different sets per day, and you put all of them in the, not the dishwasher, washing machine. I always get confused between those two. The first layer that comes out is the dirtiest. Just because the first layer is dirtiest, would you stop rinsing or washing clothes? Never, right? And that was the very purpose. Similarly, in a study group and a Devi group, the first thing that happens is, many things in life we have taken it for granted, that this is how it should be, and somehow make patch with our own life and continue. And the frustration on the top of it is, we have been always told, you should be content with what you have. Have you not always been told this while growing up? You should be content with what you have. But what I have is not something which is bringing peace. How can I be content with that? There are various other things which can be with respect to desires or with respect to monetary or some kind of material. I can still understand but I am not at peace. How can I be content with that? Having come to this Vedantic out, outlook, it becomes clear as to why or what is the exact reason which causes this kind of restlessness within, which destabilizes our peace. So, first to recognize, we need the right platform. Long time ago, you know, when <clears throat> I was given a bike, I knew how to ride it, but I did not know the mechanics of it. As I say, right, you just need to know how to drive the car. You don't need to know how it works. I never knew it. So, I used to ride whenever the, the you know, the tank showed empty. So, I go fill it up. One day in mid-summer, I will never forget that summer. There are a couple of such experiences that even if you want to forget, you will never forget. So, one of such summers, and this is in Vijayawada. So, it is about 115, 120, the bike stops, the motorbike stops. So, I, you know, usually in every street corner, there is... Uh, mechanic shop with little few kids 
who are working as the main mechanics handyman. So I try my luck was really bad that two of them consecutively were closed. So I had to push it really long distance in that summer and reach to this place. And there was this 10 year old or 12 year old. So he looked at me and uh, you know he went through his basic uh, diagnostics. And then the typical Indian way of getting anything up and running, especially the vehicles, what do they do? Bend it on one side and then picked it up, shook it up and then kicked it, start, it started. And then he looked at me, a 12 year old. He looked at me and I said, no wonder why you became a sannyasi. <laughs> and that was like a, a couple of times I was I have been told that. So it was an ouch factor. I said, why do you say so? That is not the time to put pride in front. That is the time to learn. I said, why do you, why do you say so? It seems like you have been writing this and this is your new uh, thing. You have not, you have not learnt or you have not been writing this for a while. I said, okay, illumine. Knowledge from any corner is welcome. Though the painful thing that he said, I just gulped it down and I said, illumine me. What exactly are you pointing at? Then he said, you have been riding it, but you don't know that there is this little knob that it, 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 it is in that, uh, what do you call it, reserve. If you have ridden, driven them in India, you would know that. There is a little knob which will, you have to turn. And all that I did was turn it into that reserve mode. <coughs> and the vehicle started. So I asked him sheepishly, I asked him that uh, uh, what are the other things that I need to know about it. So I said once you fill your tank, you again put it on full tank and I would suggest that every day when you stop the vehicle you put it on off mode and then when uh, you come to this kind of a situation, you, you drive for a couple of more months you will know that it is hitting that uh, dry patch then you know that you have to quickly turn this into a reserve and your vehicle will be fine. And when you hit the reserve, it means that you have to quickly you know, fill it up. So the <coughs> vehicle Jnana Bodha, the reserve Jnana Bodha was done that day. Not knowing this little knob and how it would impact what kind of misery that I had gone through, sweating all through, pushing that vehicle. At least a kilometer or a kilometer and a half. And that kind of summer when the heat is radiating from the, uh, the all over the place and it is black uh, asphalt road. It almost like it is so uh, soft that your footprint can be seen on the road. And so when you don't know the problem, you can never identify the solution. 
So that day I realized a very good piece of knowledge. Now what is a piece of knowledge? No, I'm not talking about vehicle, I'm talking of life at large. The important lesson that I learnt is knowing what actually is the problem is 50% solution in itself. Having known what the problem is, finding the solution for that is not that difficult. Many a times we are clueless about what exactly the problem is persisting. And without knowing what problem, we keep attempting at different solutions. Do you think it will really be, it will be like the blindfolded kid trying to hit the piñata? We, we pull such fun, like even when we take the kids to the camp, for the first few rounds, we don't let it down at all. <laughs> it's hanging up there. Say, jump! Jump! And it keeps sitting. And the other kids now cannot tolerate it anymore. They'll start to push it down. You know, you have to let it down for that kid to do it. Many of us are like that, you know, we, we don't know what is causing our state of misery and restlessness and we keep attempting at everything that we can lay our hands on. Some think it is because of the country. Country has gone to dogs. Therefore, I am miserable, therefore I am uh, restless. Change the country. It is of my... Usually the parents often say that, you know, whenever the kid is not doing good. So the immediate thing is, it's all the friendship. Battery like this. It's because of the friendship. If, the, if your son or child is uh, 24 karat gold, whenever your child, you know, Let's wait till we get. See, I knew what was the problem. And fixing the solution even before the problem erupted was easy. No, I didn't stage this, okay? <laughs> Why did it happen? Pure coincidence. Just to send across the message emphatically. The first sign of it, as I started hearing an extra noise which I was not making, I realized that the battery was down. Knowing the problem, finding the solution is easy. And what is the solution? To get a battery and fix it. This is what the doctors must do also, right? Now the patient comes in and the doctor does not know what is happening with that patient. If there was a doctor here, they would have really gotten angry with me. They cannot do hit and trial. 
you know, keep trying different medicines, something might work. And you cannot do be such uh, flippant when you are in an operation room. You have to be very precise there. Because every second, every minute counts. You cannot start, you know, ripping something as, oh, I thought it was this side. And then open in the other side and say, let me keep trying it. Cannot happen that way. It has to be very precise. You have to know where exactly is the problem. So, Jagataha Aushadham. So, there was this patient who <laughs> went to the doctor and the doctor kept trying. It was you know, slightly that uh, not very high fever. It's about 99, 99.4, 99.5 mild running fever. He tried everything, he, he, he did, and usually when they don't find a solution, they call it as a virus, viral fever. What it actually means, viral fever means, they don't know what exactly is the uh, problem. They call it viral. I tell you, the doctors are really going to get mad at me today. So this doctor did not even find that, so he said, do one thing, for next two days, five times a day, take 15 minutes cold water showers. The patient, are you mad or what, I am already running fever, I will get pneumonia. He said, for that I have medicine. <laughs> But what you are going through right now, <laughs> I don't have a medicine for. Because I don't even know what it is. Jagataha aushadham. To find that being in this world, running after that which we are running already. In anticipation of peace and happiness. We should have already gotten it if there is peace and happiness as its nature in the world. How many times can you miss an exit? Once? Twice? If we are really that occupied or, uh, you know, the upper chamber is really that uh, empty, then maybe three times, beyond which you will not miss the exit, right? Because once you learn the hard way, it should be retained. But we have been experimenting with the world of things, world of beings, world of um, place, time, experiences, interactions, we have changed different interactions, different modes that we have changed, still yet to find, because we still say whenever we talk, say what are you working for, say, working for happiness, now, working for you know fulfilling your duties, responsibilities, all that amounts up finally for what, 
so that I can be peaceful and happy. Are you there yet? Because if you are there, then your sentence is not that I am working for happiness. Your sentence would have been, I am working with happiness. So what is it that can assure of every individual of this peace and happiness? And this answer, many of us do not like. What is the answer? Find God. Because we come with an impression that finding God and such topics are for those people who have nothing better to do. It happens many times. When people ask me questions as to, why did you become like this? And there are some people who really ask it in a very offensive way. The people make an assumption. Like this mother brought her son. He was about 23, 24 year old. And she said, Swamiji, I have tried everything with him. I have tried his, you know, with lot of difficulty passed through his 10th grade. Seven attempts to get through 10th grade. So, meaning he wasted seven years. And then we finally found a job for him or few jobs for him. And in and through those jobs, he could not stick to those jobs for more than one week. Either they fired him or he quit. Either or. So finally we decided that you know at least he will be he'll become a good brahmachari. <laughs> so we are bringing him to the ashram. So I immediately said get out. Because <laughs> if I accept your son today it presupposes a lot of things about me and the institution. That those who have been failures, those who are good for nothing, those who have never accomplished anything, they are the ones who turn to spirituality. Nonetheless, jokes apart, there are people who do in terms of, in times of extreme difficulties. Anyatha sharanam nasti. They say, finally, let me try at least Bhagavan. Yeah, we try start with allopathy, it's not working. Then we go to homeopathy, that is also not working. Then we go to naturopathy, then that is also not working. Then people say, go to Tirupati, Pashupati, uh, Ganapati. One of those. They say, go to this temple and in the temple backyard, there is this tree, tie this thing and then uh, uh, give your hair. Maybe it will work. And it is at that vulnerable moment, we are so gullible. 
that in that utter frustration, we are ready to try anything. And the final resort happens to be God. Therefore, those who call themselves or claim themselves to be slightly better in intellectual disposition, they say, I am not that weak. I am not vulnerable. I am not predisposed. God and spirituality is not for me. So this man was giving lecture. He said, when I came into this country, all that I had was just a small little bag. And look, now I have created this empire. So somebody in the reporter section said, what did you have in the bag? I said, oh, that I forgot telling you. I had 30 million in it. If you already have, then they say self-made man. I already have enough and I will work on it and make sure that I make it big. Life's ups and downs. And when it starts hitting in, you know, the mellowing down of the rage in that personality. Most of us start with that angry young blood, revolting against every system that is thrown at us. Whether it is school, whether it is teachers, whether it is the religion, whether it is religious practices, we revolt against it. Anything that is given as a system, we will revolt against it. That is how we are, psychologically. Do this. Immediate question is, why? And because we can ask that question, why? We think we are very intelligent. Don't do this. What is the next immediate intelligent question? Why not? With these two questions armed, the individual, it takes a while to even assimilate that really speaking, finding that God within is the true aushadha. Now what do I mean by that God? The very nature of God as described in our scriptures is Sat Chit Ananda, Satchit Ananda. The first two of them, intrinsically, we already have an experience of. The last one is where we do not have the experience. Therefore, we constantly seek, constantly search that third aspect. Existential aspect and the conscious aspect, we don't have a question about. And finding that alone will give us peace and happiness. First, what we have to acquire is peace. And once we are at peace with oneself, then we can launch the next step of finding that happiness. And both of them come as a package deal. 
when we turn inward, when we make that U-turn. And that solution for the problem called limitations of worldliness, samsara, jagataha, of this samsara, what is the aushadha? Aushadha is the Lord. And bursting some myths about spirituality. It is not a difficult process. Spirituality as such is not a difficult process. What makes it difficult is our predisposed conditionings which we are not ready to change or give up to move forward. That is what makes us, makes this process of spirituality difficult. The process in itself is very simple and straightforward. But we make it very difficult on ourselves. And Bhagavan is the solution or the Lord is the solution for every individual who wants to grow. Aushadam Jagataha Jagataha Setuhu And how does Lord do that? He says Jagataha Setuhu we know that Bhagavan had built the Setu Bandhana, <clears throat> which in Tamil Nadu government, even today, is a big topic of uh, contention. They say that there was, you know, Rama is a mythical character, meaning fictional character. There is never a bridge built. Therefore, you know, they are trying to dig that area and. Uh, spoil the ecological system to build a bridge across. So, Bhagavan Ramchandraji's effort to build that Setu. So, we know Bhagavan as Setukari. He is the one who built the bridge connecting India and Lanka. We know that. Jagataha, no, it is Setukari. Here he is called Jagataha Setuhu. Setuhu, the bridge for the entire world. And what does he connect? So, as a Setu, there are two, three references. In Bhagavad Gita, there is a reference Dada me buddhi yogamtam ye namamupayantite. Bhagavan says that those who approach me, what do I give them? I give them the best boon. Now, as soon as we talk about boons, our minds have been corrupted with all these TV serials of Devi Devatas and uh, the ancient Puranic movies that suddenly Bhagavan will appear. Ta-da! And then from the hand, a race will be coming out. And behind the head, there is a big halo. And we keep anticipating that such Bhagavan will come and suddenly will. So, Bhagavan says, I am very practical, I am very pragmatic. I don't do such gymnastics. What does he say? He says, 
dadami buddhi yogam tam what do i give them the biggest boon that by default i have provided for buddhi to every individual buddhi has been provided but that buddhi is not connected well we don't use it in the right place in the right sense therefore most of our wisdom how is our wisdom posthumous reality when do we realize about certain things many things in life after effect <clears throat> that is why they say vision 2020 only in hindsight and this was one saying which i never understood well i was growing up in school vision is 2020 hindsight first of all i didn't understand what it meant by 2020 and nowadays environment back in india when you say 2020 they'll think t20 the ipl 2020 matches vision is perfect when it is 20 by 20 and when do we have that crystal clear clarity picture after effect when we should not have said something we have blurted out when do we realize that after effect we should not have gotten angry and when do we realize that after effect whether it is warranted or not but when do we realize it only later we should have done something but we did not do it when do we realize you know when we were growing up our parents told us to do certain things and we ref- re- neglected those things when do you reminiscent about these facts later wish in those days i was obedient and i listened to what i was told to. and therefore i am telling my next generation when will they realize when it is in their hindsight that is when clarity is 2020 so most of our wisdom is only delayed wisdom it does not take impact right away So what does Bhagavan say? He says, "Dadaami buddhi yogam tam yenam mam upayantite." Those who come unto me, I bless them with their reconnection to their own buddhi, so that they take the right decisions at the right time. Because there is no point taking right decisions at the wrong time. It has to be right decision, right time. Dadaami buddhi yogam tam. that is how he connects and the second connection is to really feel connected with that ishta daiva ishta daiva the the lord of your own heart whichever form that you worship to feel that connection and once you are connected then you can communicate 
And this is also becoming very old because I must have said it multiple times so far. You are trying to send a text message and you enter into the elevator. Usually I am told that when you enter into elevators, what will happen to the network? It drops. Though you hit the hit button, send button, because the network was not connected, what happens to your message? It is in your outbox, not in the person that you intend, not in their inbox. Message clear in this so far? Similarly, you sit in front of God. For most of us, first thing that we have to do is connect. Do we even connect? Do we even have that intensity that it is that divinity that is sitting there with which I am trying to connect with? For most of us, it is a feel-good factor. Once in a week, go to the temple do the offering, do those 11 times, 21 times, uh, what do you call it? Circumambulation, pradakshina in simple words. Do some marathon exercise, at least around the God. Wait in the line, get prasad, get out. The chore. We do not even stand there to communicate or to first connect. After having connected, the next step is to communicate. Though it starts with your mental projection of connecting to that Lord, once you connect, the communication becomes so beautiful. As they say, sky is the limit in that communication. Second type of Setu connection. Third, if this third type of connection were not given in our scriptures, probably I would have become as far away from the religion and religious processes. Finally, the third connection is where it all makes sense. The definition of God, if it were given as beyond certain seven hills or seven mountains or seven uh, oceans, I probably would not have accepted that kind of God. But then I finally bring that connection and say that that God that you are talking about, you are searching, is in your own heart. That God is in you. That God is you. I made three statements. So, in those three statements, I have covered Dvaita, Vishishta, Dvaita, and Advaita. <clears throat> and where is that God? The God is you. And for the atheists who say that I don't believe in God, it is as good as saying that I don't believe in my own existence. 
do you exist it is a question asked the rest of you are not answering only one one person answered are you still thinking now that is a scary thought <laughs> oh that's called a bouncer <clears throat> he is asking the primordial question what is existence in first place do we need to go into that discussion <laughs> i being here in this moment as what is a different issue do you exist if you say that you don't believe in god you are saying that i don't exist i meaning the individual doesn't exist it is that final connection to that core of our own being that because of which this body is alive that because of which i can speak hear talk taste smell touch the karma indriyas and gnana indriyas function the mind and intellect functions that final connection to that core within which is in my own seat of heart jagatah setuhu and he has given that moksha that connection to even gajendra an elephant shuka shuka a parrot we as human beings we have a better intellect buddhi yogam because of which it is a possibility and this is not a hindsight wisdom this is at this moment here and now which can be experienced by each individual aushadham jagatah setuhu satya dharma parakramah <clears throat> now to understand this particular word describing the lord let me explain a couple of mindsets one somebody comes with comes to you and says you know this particular path or this particular route that i am picking i am very convinced uh, what do you say at that moment usually when they come with a uh, a direction already as an onlooker what else can you say all the best good for you go ahead at that moment if you try to give advice do you think they are in a position to listen to you because they have already made up their mind they have just come to give you a piece of information that this is what i'll be proceeding towards putting your emotions aside shake a hand and say all the best the second kind they come confused 
they do not know much of you know different options and they are they have enough trust in you open up and say this is where i am what do you think i should do then you go through logical processes of different options and try to you know highlight different options as to why you feel that in their position this should be the best option second mindset one those who have already made up their mind and want somebody to just second their thought second they are so thoroughly confused in that situation that they do not find a direction and you that they trust they want to have a direction given similarly those who turn towards god there are two kinds gnani or a bhakta those who say that i'll take complete responsibility of mine life good bad whatever indifferent whatever happens lord give me the strength to go through and bhagwan as usual what does he say tathastu satya yeta ashishas santu may you be successful tathastu and the second one that go to the lord is when they say bhagwan i do not have any other way i finally i'm done with finding options i do not find any other way anyatha sharanam nasti tvameva sharanam mama tasmat karunya bhavena raksha raksha maheshwara i don't find any other way therefore i have turned to you please kindly shower away so that i can redeem myself now in arjuna's case what was the mistake that arjuna did to be confused is not something wrong to be convinced that that confused pattern is the only way is wrong but we can cut some slack to arjuna why because those who are confused they seldom realize that they are confused isn't it it's almost like it reminds me i was with somebody <laughs> and a family and they had taken me to a restaurant and this little kid usually i befriend with those kids very fast and this kid they said i want to sit with swami ji i said okay sit and uh, you know we all ordered dosa and his dosa came it was bigger than his size <clears throat> and it was like you know extending beyond the plate so i said buddy do you need some help he said sure so i folded that dosa in to his plate so dosa bending it breaks it is crisp 
and there goes you broke my dosa <laughs> and he started crying i need my unbroken dosa and i tried giving him the unbroken dosa no i need my own this is yours and it was such a fun for the rest of the restaurant that everybody was watching <clears throat> finally the mom had to intervene and then uh, must have been hungry you know when their hunger grows their crankiness also multiplies and finally she came to my rescue <laughs> for almost about a year whenever he would look me no hurry om nothing you broke my dosa <laughs> it's like an unpardonable sin that i have committed towards entire humanity what did i do you broke my dosa now at that moment trying to explain anything sensible is impossible because at that time the kid does not understand that the kid is confused even in their confusion when they turn towards the lord bhagwan he says satya dharma parakrama he says i will protect those who truthfully turn towards me and i will protect their dharma i will protect this is my truthful world and unto those devotees when the lord protects and gives his word such a lord who maintains his promise he is called satya dharma parakrama satya dharma parakrama the one who establishes dharma maintains dharma and those who turn towards him he promises with his word that he shall protect them that is the satya vak satya dharma parakrama to such lord our salutations but when we do turn towards that lord do you know where we commit mistakes we turn to the lord with clauses do you know what clauses we turn i will believe in god if i have this 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 if somebody says that president rules america and there is a special group which says i'll believe in that only if it is fulfilling my this 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 do you think the president has to come down to this level to take care of that individual group or individuals need 
we turn to the Lord, but we turn with certain clauses. This is the first mistake. <clears throat> Second is usually when we turn towards the Lord, it is usually on the standpoint of some bargain deal. I do this for the Lord and the Lord should do this back for me. Do you think he is a businessman or what? Trying to maintain tabs as to how much you have done, what you have done, with what intention, what intensity. It's never a bargain deal. It's like the small child turning towards the parent. <clears throat> Sometimes when I am on the fairs and the airport or you know, other places, it is such fun watching uh, the human interaction. It, it's such lively when you watch. <clears throat> I usually am with my little bag standing on one corner and watching. It's hilarious. As the kid, you know, usually when you're traveling with children, two or three children, and then their shoes, their bags, their coats, jackets, you, know, you have to first rip them off, and then go through, and then you gather, and usually you forget one piece or two pieces, and you go get them, and the you know, one has to maintain luggage, one has to maintain this. It's a chaos. And then as moving towards your gate, the child sees, say, I'm just taking an example, say ice cream or cotton candy. I need ice cream, not now. And the child like, you know, what do you mean not now? You said that yesterday, you said that day before yesterday, you said that, you know, the earlier week. You never buy me anything that I ask. Ice cream and now. Otherwise, ice cream. And little younger kids, you know, they suddenly fall on the floor. Have you seen such things? You know, rampantly beating their hands and legs and saying, and finally frustrated, the parent looks directly into the eyes and says, I'm leaving you here. A parent walks away. The child does not budge from that place. Hundreds and thousands of people coming and going in that airport or wherever that is. The kid is least ashamed. There is no sense of pride and, uh, you know, maybe the parent is feeling... Uh, 
little out of place. And the child is like, you know, shameless, does not feel any pride, and the best part, does not feel scared from the standpoint that parents will abandon. Is carefree about that aspect. And he in his head is probably thinking, Jao, kitni dur jaoge? Go, how far can you move? In the corner of his eye, he is still looking at it. Turns around the corner, still is there. And finally, the mother said, I tell you, whenever I bring you outside, this is what you do. Get up. Small one only. Okay. <laughs> All tears, everything gone. So this point that I am trying to make is the sense of fearlessness with which the child knows that he belongs to the parents and the parents will never ever abandon. With that confidence when we turn to the Lord. Lord, today I recognize your grandeur. But even before I recognize your grandeur, you have been taking care of me. Please continue. <laughs> continue taking care of me. Not that I need to tell you to take care of me, you have already been doing that. It is with that confidence that we have to turn towards the Lord. This is Satya Dharma Parakrama. <clears throat> Moving to the next shloka. Repeat after me. Bhuta Bhavya Bhavan Nathaha Pavanaf Pavanonalaha Pavanonalaha Kamaha Kamakrit Kantaha Kamaha Kamapradaf Prabhu Bhuta Bhavya Bhavan Nathaha the Lord of past, present and future. Now, how can the Lord be the Lord of past, present and future? Because past, present and future is purely at a subjective level, at a point of referential standpoint beyond which there is neither a past, nor a present, nor future. And this can topple many our uh, logical assumptions. 
if I can prove in an experiment that what is past, present and future for me at that same given point is not past, present and future for you. Meaning, from where you stand, the past, present and future are different. From where I stand, that same moment, past, present and future are different. Now, I am not trying to make it a very mystical scenario here. It is a very simple example. You stand on the 10th floor. I will stand on the ground floor. And we both are connected with a uh, with a cell phone, walkie-talkie, a cell phone. <clears throat> From the top, you see a yellow, red and black car. For you, all three of them are in present moment. For me, who is sitting in the downstairs, all I can see is that which is in front of me. The red car is what I see. Black car has already gone through. So that is in the past. And he says the yellow car is coming in en route. For him, all three of them are in present. For me, the standpoint changes at that very given moment. One is in the future, one is in the past and the other one is in the, seems like in the present moment. Does it make sense? From the highest standpoint, past, present and future are null and void. There is just a moment. There is no past, there is no future. And I am saying there is no present even. Because you know, recognizing the present moment is an oxymoronic statement. Why is it so? And I used to feel this logic even when I was young. And the first time I used to wear watch, I used to always add you know, one minute. You know, when people would ask, what is the time? And say if it was 7.34 showing on my watch, I would say 7.35. And my logic to that was, you know, tell me the correct time. I said, yes. Because there can never be a correct time given. Because by the time I recognize the present as present and then recognize it, process it and then give you the piece of time, it is already a, a particle of the past. So, there is just a moment. There is never a past, present or future. Bhuta Bhavya Bhavan Nathaha. First explanation. Second standpoint of understanding it is, past, present and future are various shades of time. And the time is born only when there is individuality or the mind which is born.
एंड भगवान और दैट सुप्रीम कॉन्शियसनेस इज समथिंग विच इज टेन स्टेप्स अहेड ऑफ ऑल दिस प्रोसेसिंग ऑफ इंडिविजुअलिटी एंड द माइंड क्रिएटेड इट्स ओनली एट माई लेवल ऑफ माई माइंड दैट देर इज टाइम supposing your mind is off do you recognize time meaning when you are in deep sleep and you wake up from that deep sleep what is the first thing that you do you try to gauge how much time did i sleep Sometimes you wake up from that deep sleep just fifteen minutes, and must have felt like few hours. And sometimes you sleep for hours, and it feels like few minutes. Theory of relativity. Now sometimes you sit in an absorbing lecture, and suddenly they say "purna madha" and they conclude, and you already time up. And sometimes you sit through a boring lecture. Every two minutes, once you are looking at your watch and you say, "Okay, so time not moving at all." In the earlier days, there was the analog version, and people would, you know. clueless of where they are they would you know still functioning i don't know why it is not moving you're meeting a friend after say about 10 15 years you happen to you know be surfing through the facebook you, you know from one contact to the other you see somebody's photo and you click the tag dinner this fellow I know him, and you send a message, and you, you, know, you establish a contact, and and the, during that chat, you where do you live? I said Dallas. Funny, day after tomorrow, I am coming to Dallas for three days. So we should meet. I said definitely yes. After 15 years, you your friend comes home and then you introduce. There is, you know, whatever, khana, pina, everything is done. Then you sit down and then you get into catching up. And then suddenly the alarm bell bell rings. Then you look at, hey, already night gone. Has it ever happened like that? If it has never happened, please catch up with your friends. <laughs> And the beautiful part is, the next day, you don't even feel tired. Have you seen? Have you observed? You go through the next day. without feeling any tiredness all that you know 7 hours 6 hours time god it felt as if in a few minutes 
Now, from his standpoint, he creates time and space. That who creates time and space, he is definitely beyond time. Everything else that comes after that is timed. Therefore, he is the boss of past, present and future. Bhuta Bhavya Bhavannataha. Pavanaha. <coughs> Pavanaha, the most pure. And hence, therefore, he is Pavanaha. That wherever he is established, it brings in sanctity. Now, when you go to the temple, as you go to the sanctum sanctorum, there is that sanctity and purity in it. I don't know about you all. But my experience is the best uh, cuisine ever that you can enjoy, relish, is the temple prasad. The best puliyodare, the best curd rice, you know, with the, not horse gram, what is that? Chickpeas? Ha, sundal. It's made with the chickpeas. Just boiled and uh, sorted with some seasoning, that's all. But what tasty. It comes with a certain sanctity in it. That the taste itself is different. And what to tell? My best favorite prasad of all times. Can you guess? Tirupati Laddu. <laughs> it comes with a different sanctity in itself. There are some, uh, you know, some of these sweet shops which sell, saying like, you know, something like Tirupati Laddu. It doesn't come with the same thing. Now, why talk of somebody else's manufacturing? Your own, when you make an offering to the Lord and eat, it gets a different beauty to it, different taste to it. Pavanaha, Pavanaha. So, you establish the statue or that murti and it carries its pavitrata around. <coughs> When you enter into that pavitra environment, it feels like your mind automatically becomes calm. Have you ever felt that way? You know, I take people to these yatras, tirtha kshetras. We were on this Dvadash Jyotirling yatra. It was quite a hectic thing. Now, every day we were turning into two different places across India. And it's all over the place. So we were in, uh, we had just finished Trayambakeshwar in Nasik. 
and we were going to bhima shankar <clears throat> and as we were going proceeding there was a little unrest because we were passing through uh, that particular junction from where about 8 kilometers away was shirdi and people were like you know you have come this far and we are missing this and i said my promise was to take i knew i had to face this kind of so i had not revealed that factor to them then my promise to you is to take you to the jyotirlingas this is not a part of the itinerary you do this you miss the next one next flight that thereby you miss the entire rest of the journey stick to it and people were mad at me angry with me you know there were little little groups of uh, unrest you could see and about <clears throat> 10-15 minutes later everybody got busy with their own little whatever that they were doing and I saw the milestone which said about 21 or 22 kilometers to bhima shankar and i could feel it myself too from that range by the time we reached to 18 kilometers away from bhima shankar suddenly the entire group that was in the bus there was such sudden uh, enveloped with peace the so one of them started humming a bhajan as they were involuntarily happening and somebody started singing and humming a bhajan the neighbor was a singer so she picked up the tune and started singing loud the rest of them without being told without being assured without being pushed for the next 20 25 minutes there was nice beautiful bhajan sankirtan and we went there and saw the darshan and uh, you know spent an extra hour there you know, the place was really beautiful spent an extra hour there and uh, we were coming back and as we were we were going in a totally different direction from nasik we had to get to pune as we got out of that 20 25 uh, kilometers range and suddenly that same unrest which was there earlier started developing again look at the sanctity of that murti that it was very clearly seen impacting for a range of about 20 25 kilometers as soon as you get into that range the mind also tunes to it and becomes peaceful so this is the murti taking the name of that lord brings that sanctity within pavanah pavanah he is the purest one and he remembered even in the nama sankirtana brings that purity within that sanctity within that calmness within pavanah pavanah analaha 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 means fire 
the entire creation is sustained in that warmth. You know, even earth, earth's core, to maintain its own uh, equilibrium, that warmth is an essential for its sustenance. Human beings, or for that matter, any creature, it requires that warmth. I am not talking warmth as a figure of speech, a warm hug or a, a warm welcome. No, I am talking of warm as in the heat of it, the temperature of it. So, the entire creation is sustained on that fire principle. If fire was withdrawn from this creation, all that which is left is carbon in ashes. So, if we see this form, if we see this different shapes, it is because it is sustained by fire. Invoke fire in it and take away the fire element from this, what will remain? Meaning light fire to this. What will remain? Ashes, carbon. So, the entire world of shapes and forms is sustained by this fire. And that sustaining capacity is the expression of Lord. Analaha. Bhuta bhavya bhavannataha pavanaf pavano nalaha. Kamaha, kamakrit. Kamaha, Kamapradaha. One common word in all these things is Kama. If we do not know how to manage this Kama, our mental calm is gone. <clears throat> Therefore, he is invoked as Kamaha, destroyer of desires. As we get closer and closer to the Lord, the desires that we have for the outer externalities of this worldliness, they drop away naturally. Kamaha. But in order to turn that within, he has to create that first desire. What is that first desire? To turn. Therefore, he is called Kamakrit. The one who, you know, plants that seed of desire, of spiritual thought. Okay, let me make this disclaimer very clear. As we are born as human beings, that seed has been intrinsically placed in every individual. So, don't have to go back and say, I agree with this, you know. I don't have that seed. It has not been placed. It is by default placed. Kamakrit. Kamaha. And he is the very fulfillment of that desire. Therefore, Kamapradaha. Kamapradaha, the one who fulfills in the satiation of that desire. 
ಕಾಮಃ ಕಾಮಕೃತ್ ಕಾಮಃ ಕಾಮಪ್ರದ ಹೌ ಈಸ್ ಇ ಏಬಲ್ ಟು ಡೂ ಇಟ್ ಓನ್ಲಿ ಒನ್ ರೀಸನ್ ಬಿಕಾಸ್ ಹಿ ಈಸ್ ಪ್ರಭು ಬಿಕಾಸ್ ಹಿ ಈಸ್ ದ ಬಾಸ್ ಹಿ ಈಸ್ ದ ಲಾರ್ಡ್ ಆಫ್ ಲಾರ್ಡ್ಸ್ ಪ್ರಕರ್ಷೇನ ಭವತಿ ಯಹ ಸಹ ದ ಒನ್ ಹೂ ಈಸ್ ಆಲ್ ಬೈ ಹಿಮ್ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ಅಂಡ್ ದೇರ್ ಇಸ್ ನೋ ಪ್ಯಾರಲ್ ಟು ಹಿಮ್ ಎವ್ರಿಥಿಂಗ್ ಎಲ್ಸ್ ಈಸ್ ಕಂಟ್ರೋಲ್ಡ್ ಬೈ ಹಿಮ್ ಮ್ಯಾನೇಜ್ಡ್ ಬೈ ಹಿಮ್ ಅನ್ ಟು ಹಿಮ್ ಬೈ ಹಿಮ್ ವೆನ್ ಹಿ ಈಸ್ ಮ್ಯಾನೇಜಿಂಗ್ ಆಲ್ ದಿಸ್ ಡಸಂಟ್ ಯು ಎವರ್ ಗೆಟ್ ಟಯರ್ಡ್ ಬಿಕಾಸ್ ವಿ ಮ್ಯಾನೇಜ್ ಹೌ ಮೆನಿ ಪೀಪಲ್ ಇನ್ ಅವರ್ ಲೈಫ್ ಫಾರ್ ಫೋರ್ ಪೀಪಲ್ ಇನ್ ಫ್ಯಾಮಿಲಿ ಆವರೇಜ್ ಇನ್ ಆಫೀಸ್ ಹೌ ಮೆನಿ ಪೀಪಲ್ ಡು ಯು ಮ್ಯಾನೇಜ್ ಆನ್ ಅನ್ ಆವರೇಜ್ ನೋ ನೋ ಇನ್ ದಿ ಆಫೀಸ್ ಐ ಸೈಡ್ ಆಫೀಸ್ ಮೇ ಪೇರೆಂಟ್ಸ್ ಕಾ ಏಟ್ ಟು ಟೆನ್ ಓಕೆ ಟೆನ್ ಪೀಪಲ್ ಫ್ರೆಂಡ್ಸ್ ಹೌ ಮೆನಿ ಪರ್ ಡೇ ಇಫ್ ಅಟ್ ಆಲ್ ಅನದರ್ ಟೆನ್ ಸೊ ಟೋಟಲ್ ಆಫ್ ಟ್ವೆಂಟಿ ಫೈವ್ ಪೀಪಲ್ ಟ್ವೆಂಟಿ ಫೈವ್ ಪೀಪಲ್ ಒನ್ ಫ್ಯಾಮಿಲಿ ಒನ್ ಹೋಮ್ ಟು ರನ್ ಬೈ ದಿ ಎಂಡ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ಡೇ ವಿ ಆರ್ ಸೋ ಟಯರ್ಡ್ ಸೋ ಫ್ಯಾಮಿಲ್ ಸೋ ಔಟ್ ಆಫ್ ಶೇಪ್ with these billions of billions of creatures doesn't he ever get tired with everybody's individual kamaha kamakrit kamaha kamapradaha and he must be really tired kantaha kantaha the one who is ever glowing kanti the one who is ever illumining glowing never gets tired and somebody very beautifully put it he said <clears throat> when you love something dearly to be engaged in that which you love dearly you never get tired isn't it and if it is if he is not tired it only shows how dearly he loves this creation so stop worrying about his expression start worrying about our connection turn within turn to that lord and connect with him and then start communicating with that lord ಕಾಮ ಕಾಮಕೃತ್ಕಾಂತ ಕಾಮ ಕಾಮ ಪ್ರದ ಪ್ರಭು ದಿಸ್ ವೀಕ್ ವಿಲ್ ಸ್ಟಾಪ್ ವಿತ್ ದಿಸ್ ಥರ್ಟಿ ಸೆಕೆಂಡ್ ಶ್ಲೋಕ ನೆಕ್ಸ್ಟ್ ಮಂತ್ ವೆನ್ ವಿ ಮೀಟ್ ವಿ ವಿಲ್ ಟೇಕ್ ಅಪ್ ದಿ ನೆಕ್ಸ್ಟ್ ಪಾರ್ಟ್ ಒಂದು ಥರ್ಟಿ ಥರ್ಡ್ ಶ್ಲೋಕ ಓಂ ಪೂರ್ಣಮದ ಪೂರ್ಣಮಿದ ಪೂರ್ಣಾತ್ ಪೂರ್ಣಮುದಚ್ಯತೆ ಪೂರ್ಣಸ್ಯ ಪೂರ್ಣಮಾದಾಯ ಪೂರ್ಣಮೇವಾವಶಿಷ್ಯತೆ 
ಶಾಂತಶಾಂತಶಾಂತಿ ಹರಿ ಓಂ ಶ್ರೀ ಗುರುಭ್ಯೋ ನಮಃ ಹರಿ ಓಂ